on this episode, episode 118, wow, 118 of the podcast, I'm going to talk about sickness, eye patches and um, quotes and also a quick little stadium update uh, for you as well. Let's get into the show, everybody. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to another uh, episode of the Luke Who's Talking podcast. How are you doing out there? I hope you are well. Now, um, just a quick uh, update or reasoning, explanation as to why there wasn't an episode out uh, the other week is because, oh, excuse me, I was not feeling very well whatsoever. Uh, Earlier in the week, the Monday and the Tuesday, not great, uh, was most definitely better uh, come sort of Wednesday, but uh, yeah, uh, still not great. I usually record sort of Mondays uh, and then, uh, you know, well, Mondays or Tuesdays I usually record and then uh, kind of Wednesday, Thursday do some editing, uh, upload Thursday for Friday. So uh, yeah, wasn't well, so that's why I wasn't a show last time. So I don't have a lot of things to talk about, but um, yeah. Um, so the first thing I've got, the first thing I've got on my sheet is being unwell. Not a great time. Yeah, I guess I've pretty much talked about. It. So uh, I was sort of the now the Monday. So so Sunday, I when I went to bed, I was not. You know, sometimes you you sort of think, oh, something's coming on because you're not feeling quite 100% anyway so I woke up on the Monday and I was like sort of like a hot cold fever sort of thing my sinuses were really quite sore uh, and my body was aching a little bit Um, but I wasn't like coughing or wasn't sort of productive uh, in that regard anyway and sort of when Tuesday came sort of hot cold a little bit like that again uh, not aching but then when the, the Wednesday came um like the hot cold sort of a fever thing had gone uh, and I was just generally feeling not great. Um, uh, my sinuses and such weren't hurting anymore or weren't sore and my body, I only had, only had a little bit of discomfort I'd say on the Monday but apart from that, no. Um, I did do a a rat, a COVID test and it was negative but yeah, but on on the Tuesday, I did ring up my my doctor and had a bit of talk to them, and they were like, "So, what are your symptoms?" And I I said to them, you know, sort of a bit kind of hot, cold, you know, like it'd be. So now I have my jumper. If you, if you're watching on the video, I've got my jumper zipped up. So it'd be a situation of I'd zip my jumper up, right? I'd get a bit warm, so I'd unzip it to cool off, and then you know, however long later, I'll have to zip it up again because I've sort of gotten a bit chilly so you have to zip it up again and if so it was a little bit like that you know zip up unzip throughout the day sort of thing um yeah and also i was talking to somebody today today uh as in this is wednesday i'm recording so i'm like oh sounds like covid symptoms to me and also because one day i think it might have been on the tuesday i had some toast and I put some Vegemite on my, my my typical dosage of Vegemite and it tasted disgusting it was like really salty it tasted to me not I was like oh it seemed really salty but like a day or two later I had I had some again and it was 
fine. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. I called my doctor and had a little bit of a chat to them, and they were like, oh, they, they sort of thought um, I just had a, a kind of, I won't use the term generic, but uh, they sort of thought oh, I just had a bit of a, so a bit of a virus of some sort. Um, apparently, there's a little bit of something going around, is the rumour. Uh, yeah, so the doctor was like, oh, you've got a Trojan horse. There's a, there's a joke for you IT folk. Um, yeah, so just, just not feeling great. And uh, yeah, so, and then last week I was better, but I, like I'd sort of, sort of got to 85, 90%, and I've kind of stayed there. Um, I'd even say today, probably, I just, not quite a hundred percent, um, but yeah, uh, anyway, it is what it is, uh, I guess. So most definitely better, I would, but I would probably still say not quite well. Um, yeah, so the last, um, this week, sort of late last week and this week, I've been trying to get back into routines that had been broken uh the the previous week so that's been um interesting but anyway um yeah there we go that not been too well uh, anyway um i'll be back and with something i saw the other day it's a little bit odd so we'll get into that monday i believe it was i was dry, first time i'd driven the car for two weeks and um so I was driving, uh, I was driving somewhere and I saw a guy, somebody walking uh, and they had an eye patch on and it was, I was like so many questions, so many questions, excuse me, so many questions in regards to the eye patch. So why? I guess that's, I mean, I say so many questions. I mean, I guess really just a question. Why the eye patch? It looked, it's, yeah, I don't know. Bizarre. I saw this guy. Now, if I remember correctly, I, I think they were bald. Or at least they had a shaven head. So maybe they're like a Bond villain. And um, yeah, but they had an eye patch. They had an eye patch. And it was just, I saw myself thought they got maybe some sort of eye infection, maybe. Uh, do they, I mean, it might be extreme to suggest, but do they not have a left eye? Um, it was, and it was a classic pirate eye patch because it was a black one as well. So I don't really know where to go with that, but that was an interesting thing to see. Um yeah. Oh, and speaking, <laughs> speaking briefly of Bond villains, this is something to share. Um, so, for various reasons, where I live, um, the mayor has resigned his position. So there's a by-election now to determine for to, for a new mayor to be elected. And I sort of post a, a a sign the other day with one of the candidates on it, and they had they're a lady. It doesn't matter, but they had a black like skivvy turtleneck on if I'm remembering this correct, and have sort of shortish uh, cut, uh, sort of uh, blondish, uh, greyish kind of hair. And just at a glance, I was like, and I have like a, a could I say, the, I'm going to say a stern or like a reasonably sort of serious uh, expression on their face. And I was like, 
are they a Bond villain? Ah, uh, <laughs> that was, that was, um, yeah, a Bond villain. I was like, are they a Bond villain? That was, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of thing on that. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be back after this. with a couple of quick little stadium updates for you. And a couple of quotes, a couple of quotes as well. So, uh, yeah, last episode I was talking about, folks, how the government have got themselves into a situation where they have to build a stadium uh, so the state, my state, can get an AFL team. Now, personally, I'll say I... I don't care if we get a team or not because I'm not going to change alliances to my current sporting team. Uh, you know, I understand some people like think it'd be. A good, I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good thing. I'm just saying that I won't be. I have no plans of changing my alliance because I, I feel that if somebody you say you support a team X Y Z, if you then decide to support team, you know, YZX, where's your dedication? Where's your dedication to to your team? There's no, you've got, like, there's no loyalty in that regards to me. But anyway, so I'll just say that. Now, um, there is a parliamentary inquiry, and uh, last week, last Friday, they had the incumbent CEO of the AFL on, and they were quizzing him about questions. Now, it was very interesting. He said that... Uh, so apparently the state had to work through ele- uh, 10 or 11 different sort of streams, I think they, they he referred, he, he used that term, uh, sort of things to figure out uh, so, you know, they could, they could be granted a licence. Now, one of those things was actually to secure funding for a team. There was no, there was no, sorry, secure funding for a stadium. There was no... Um, no timeline in regards to the delivery. Now, I think it would be more, I think people could cop it more if they were like, so we're going to get the team established playing and then we will talk about maybe building a new facility for them to play at. I think people would cop that more. But it's a situ- but it's now got into, well, you've got to build it before the team can start playing. I don't particularly think people are, I think, I mean, ignoring the fact that the cost um, is ridiculous, I mean, they've just made it up, right? Uh, But I think moving away from that, uh, I think it's, it's got to like no stadium, no team situation. Now, that brings me on to my second little bit of, a little, my second little gem that was sort of uh, discovered in this uh, chat with the the CEO of the AFL, and that is if the the stadium can't because the government have signed the contract to say that the stadium's going to be built at the proposed site. Now, if the stadium can't be built there for an engineer, because the site used to be a freight yard, and it is. Um, it is reclaimed land. So there would be, like, I'm not an engineer, but I would imagine there would be engineering difficulties. Uh, there would be some problems there uh, in regards to the site, okay? Now, 
and also if, you know regards to contamination and like environmental uh, problems. Now, my understanding is there's not been any like geological survey or geotechnical surveys done on the site. So, if it's a situation of you know the, the stadium can't be built there for an engineering or an environmental reason, or it doesn't get through uh, the planning process, they're like, no. And it can't be built at the proposed site. That also means, you know, quote, no team. So I find it, un- now regardless of, I think, regardless of if you think the stadium in general is a good or bad idea, I find it absolutely unreal that they have signed the deal um, without, like, mechanisms for a plan B, uh, you know, surely that wouldn't be ridiculous to go, okay, so this is our preferred site. We'll agree to that in the contract, but we will also have built into the deal, into the contract, that if plan A is unworkable for whatever reason, we have options, the option to seek an alternate site um, for the building. I personally don't think that, Surely that's not ridiculous a ridiculous thing. And the government are like, oh, we've dedicated to delivering, you know, the stated team. Well, if they were, or they reckon they're so dedicated, surely it wouldn't be ridiculous to have, you know, a couple of plan uh, B scenarios within the contract instead of completely wedding yourself to one location. And if it can't work there for whatever reason, if it's an engineering issue... For example, it's it's all gone. It's it's over. That's un, that's crazy to me, absolutely. And I personally will absolutely laugh my head off if you know if there's a report done and they go, well, actually, engineering wise, we don't recommend a, a a building this large to be built on this site because it won't be able to cope. I will laugh my head off and I will say to the premier, so who are you going to blame for this, mate? You, because you are incapable of negotiating a contract with some, you know, alternate plan B like triggers within it. Crazy. Anyway, rant over. So that's that. Now, also, you may be aware, but you may not be aware, some very interesting, um, some very interesting uh, legal text was made public uh, last week uh, or uh, late last week over the weekend. Actually, no, this was uh, two weeks, two or three weeks ago. So I was going to share some of my favourite quotes from this uh, particular uh, legal text, and then I'll wrap up the show. Anyway, so yes, I've got uh, I've got four of them here. The second one's actually quite lengthy. Sorry, the third one's quite, quite lengthy, but I've, I've got a couple of them here. So we'll get off. Number one, secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this. I'll say the second one here, I am paraphrasing a little bit, but it says, it's, I shouldn't be showing you this map, don't get too close. Uh, the next one, I was a garbage truck outside, can you hear that? I can. Um, <laughs> next one here, uh, the first thing I thought of when I heard about it is, how does the press get this information that's classified? How do they do it? You know why? Because it's an illegal process and the press should be ashamed of themselves. But more importantly, the people who gave out the, uh, who gave out the information to the press should be ashamed of themselves. Really ashamed. <laughs> Have you figured out what I'm quoting yet? 
Isn't that interesting? That's the last one. <laughs> oh, we'll be back after this to wrap it up. Well, everybody, uh, that is it for this episode of the podcast. It's actually pretty lengthy. Um, yeah, send me an email, uh, tweet me all that jazz. Like the video if you're watching on the YouTube's um, sub, share it. Tell a friend, tell a friend and be like, hey, this podcast is it's tolerable. You might want to listen to it. Anyway, everybody, thanks for, uh, for listening and uh, I'll catch you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.